Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this day. This is the day that you've made, and we're rejoicing and glad in it. We give you praise, Lord, for our TNT service tonight, Tuesday night teaching, Lord. We pray for the spirit of the Lord to rest upon this teaching, and we just uh, invite those that are be hearing this by podcast. Uh, you can go to Anchor, you can go to Apple, go to Google, we're on Google Podcasts, all these different podcasts, your local podcasts. Also, uh, YouTube uh, YouTube upload uh, at Apostle Albert Buford. Uh, those pastors, uh, we invite you to welcome you from India and Pakistan and Ghana and Nigeria and South Africa and everywhere all over the world. We invite you we, to join us tonight as we go into our teaching tonight. I've been doing a series on uh, deliverance. So, Father, we pray uh, that yokes will be destroyed, that revelation will come uh, from the word of God that will set the captives free around the world. Uh, Father, everything's being shaken that can be shaken, and we know you're, you're the God of the earth, and nothing happens without your knowledge, and you're doing it by your own self. Nobody can stop you. And so we give you praise, Lord, for this word that you're going to set the captives free around the world, uh, that you didn't give them the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. So, Father, we just tap in tonight. Uh, anoint our ears, anoint our mouth to speak your word. Father, I get out of the way, Holy Spirit. Have your way. Jesus, you be glorified and exalted in this teaching tonight. And I pray for those that are watching the broadcast that deliverance will be your portion, that healing will be your portion, and that you would uh, rejoice in the salvation of God, that he, that he set you free. So we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So I'm going to be, uh, uh, with all this thing going on, I, I, I was going to deal with... Uh, <coughs> mind control and uh, uh, things that devour your blessings, but uh, we'll get to that. But I want to deal with healing from the fear of sickness and disease. Amen. Amen. A lot of people have a fear right now of, yeah. of sickness and disease, and mm -hmm. they're in Walmart and they're in stores fighting over toilet paper and just going crazy over a word that was spoken out of the mouth of the mainstream news. A yeah. uh, false fear is false evidence. Appearing. appearing real. Mm -hmm. And so the enemy uh, is uh, principalities and powers and Satan are, are attacking America. They're attacking the economic system of the world right now. We're in a tremendous spiritual battle taking around the world. If America goes down, all the other nations go down. And we're seeing the effects of uh, the oil fight between Russia and Saudi Arabia. Uh, nations are suffering uh, the brunt of this, the oil going down, it's good for me. I pull up, you know, $2. I just got $2 worth of gas. $2 gas. Fueled up for $13. Oh, praise the Lord. Where did you go? Right down the stairs, Shell. It's two twenty five dollars down there on, on Montgomery Road. Yeah. It's, it's two 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 thirty nine. dollars That's the guy up here on the corner. He's always high. And you go on New York Street, it's two thirty six. So you got you to know where to get the gas, amen, when it goes down low. But uh, I want to just minister on this. Let me. What did I do with my clicker, clicker, clickers? Excuse me. Uh, on sickness and disease, on, on fear. We're going to deal with fear because right. the Bible says fear have torment, and God didn't give us the spirit of fear. And uh, as a believer, you don't have to be afraid of anything. In fact, Coronavirus should be afraid of you. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, there's a, a John G. Lake was a, a evangelist in, in the early 1800s. He would stick his hand down in in, in 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 disease, and they wanted to study it. And when they put the disease on his hand, it all shriveled up and died. Come on. See, the anointing on you will, will will break break the thing. So, the word fear or terror means to break down either by violence or confusion. Uh, most lot of nations, uh, when they want to control another nation, they're coming with violence. They want to kill the people and, and control the people uh, or bring confusion. Amen? Confusion. Uh, Paul preached in the city, and, and the Bible says that there was great confusion in the city. He started preaching about Diana and the temple of Diana, and the silversmith got mad, and the silversmith union got mad at him, and because he, you know, when the apostle comes into a, a territory, it, it really affects the finances of that territory. Apostles have the ability to shape the financial system. So when Paul started preaching, I mean, they, he messed up their system. 
He said, we were making money on our idols, and now you're talking and shutting us down from an unknown God. And they were mad. They, they got mad. And the Bible says there was great confusion, and everybody's running around. What are we doing? I don't know. Just kill them all. It means to abolish. Fear means to abolish the peace that, that you have. It means to affright, make afraid, amaze. You know, the devil, he started in the garden with Eve. He made our faith. Oh, oh, God, you fear that God's not going to give you the knowledge. He don't want you to have the knowledge. So out of fear, she partook of the fruit. To bring fear and terror means to beat down, beat down. You beat the people's emotions down. Cause to dismay. Oh, what are we going to do? Oh, let's shut the schools down. Shut the colleges down. Shut down everything. Oh, what are we going to do? It's going to get on you. One person got, got coronavirus and shut the whole state down. That's crazy. 16 people got, got <laughs> I'm not even on federal funds for 16 people. Oh, you can go to Chicago and get shot for 40 people on the weekend. <laughs> you don't give them nothing. Glory to God. It means to go down or to scare. Uh, in Joshua 2 verse 9, you know, remember Rahab, she was a harlot, and, and Joshua sent the spies in there, and she said to them, the men, when they came into the city, she said, I know the Lord has given you the land that your terror, has fallen upon us, and that all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. See, God will put a spirit of fear on you that everybody else will be afraid of you instead of you be afraid of sickness and disease. So fear always wants to come in. That's one of Satan's uh, main tools that he uses to put fear in you, false evidence appearing real, and uh, he puts fear in the boss. Uh, you get a, a message and your boss call you into the, uh, call you into the office. So what does the devil do? Oh, they're getting ready to fire you now. Oh, you didn't mess it up now. And your mind just racing and racing and racing. And they calling you in there to give you a promotion. And you're panicked. And, and especially when you get them that little note when it's time to quit. And you go home and you got to wait till the next morning to get to the interview, find out what's going on. You sit there all night. Oh, geez, what did I do? What didn't I, didn't I do? Oh, gee. So the enemy comes with fear. God will make you and me a terror. In Genesis 35 and 5, it said they journeyed and the terror of God was upon the cities that was round about them and they did not pursue after the sons of Jacob. See, you don't have to worry about the coronavirus because they got word out that you're anointed of God and the power of God lives on you and don't mess with these Christians, amen, because you've been sealed in your forehead, and the power of God is on you, and, and this spirit of corona, every disease and every bacteria has a life in it. Mm -hmm. Life and death are in the power of our tongue. So we can curse it and command that thing to die. It has to die because the same creative ability that God had is in us through Christ Jesus. Amen? He's still creating. So we can create, turn around a situation. As I've been sharing over the last three or four months, uh, the, this is a, a year 2020, uh, in the Hebrew, it means pay, P-E-Y, or the mouth, or the speak. Uh, it's, it's a little different. You're, you're speaking and seeing what God is saying, and now you have understanding what God is saying, and you're speaking. And so it's the mouth of the ear of the mouth, whether it is negative words coming out or positive words coming out. So if we let the mainstream news paint this picture, oh, everybody's going to die, and everybody's going to be sick, and everybody's going to do this, and you need a test kit and all that. No, we as believers, we reverse that curse. We speak it and say, this shall not come near our dwelling. It might come to your house because you ain't saved, but do my house, it can't come. Sorry, it ain't coming in my neighborhood. Can't even come on my block. Stay away from me. Fear will grip you. See, the enemy comes in fear. I'm telling you, when the spirit of fear grips you spiritually, it'll put a panic in your heart. Job said in Job 4, verse 12 through 14, he said, a word was secretly brought to me. My ears caught a whisper of it. Amid disquieting dreams in the night, when deep sleep falls upon men, fear and trembling seize me. You ever had one of them dreams where the devil just coming and attacking your dream and you can't move and, and, and fear is on you? And you he said, and it made all my bones shake. Or you walk in and somebody say, boom, and you jump. <laughs> you, you, when you jump, you feel your skin tingle and, and everything else, and, and, and fear comes on you. So the enemy will come in your dreams, and he'll bring fear 
in you. But guess what? As a believer, you can rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Say, devil, you ain't got no business in my dreams. Get out of here. This is me and God. Yeah. I ain't got no time for your, your nightmares you're trying to bring. So that fear or the grip of fear. So in uh, uh, Wall Street, I mean, in the stock market, there was, was, there was fear, you know, panic buying. Everybody's selling and, oh, my 401k, what's going to happen now? Oh, I ain't worried about it because I ain't got no stock bonds. So don't bother me. I can fall, fall out the window. Amen. It ain't going to bother me none. But they were really, that, that fear gripped their hearts. They lost $2.5 trillion Monday. Got to worry about it because I ain't got none of it. They ain't give me none of it. So. Then Job said in verse 15, he said in Job 4, he said, Then the spirit passed before my face, the hair of my flesh stood up. So when fear comes, you can feel, you, you can sense when fear is there. You know, you, you can, you know, his hair, the hairs on his arms stood up. He said, The spirit stood still, but I could not discern the appearance of it. A form was before my eyes, there was silence, and then I heard a voice saying, Can mortal man be just before God, or more right than he is? Can a man be pure before his maker, more than the cleanse than he is? So that's Satan talking to Job. I remember now Job's going through. He's got boils on him. He's got sores on him. He, the wife that left, the kids got killed, the camel got killed, the goldfish drowned, the dog ate the cat. Everything went wrong. And he's sitting there in the ashes, and this spirit, Satan, shows up, but he couldn't discern what it was. Verse 18 says, even in his heavenly servants, he puts no trust or confidence. His angel he charges with folly and error. So Satan comes, he will come with fear and trembling and, and your skin. You can tell when fear comes, it comes. But uh, you can't let fear grip you. As I shared in the testimony, when God called me, uh, uh, I got saved and he was calling me into the ministry. He allowed uh, the spirit of fear to come on me. It was like a black blanket. It was like, bleh, like I was afraid. I was even afraid to go outside. I was afraid to go to work. I was, I was just in fear. I, oh, you know. And I had to get on the phone and call one of the, one of the other brothers in the church. And I said, man, you need to pray for me now. Break this spirit of fear off of me because I knew it was a fear. It wasn't God. I mean, I was terrified. I was, I was praying, and then this thing came on me and sat on me. It's like a black blanket, just darkness sat on you and put a fear in it. So you can't let fear grip you. Luke 11, Luke 1, verse 11 through 13, you know the story of uh, uh, Zechariah. He was in the temple. He said, the angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. If you, if you do a study and start looking in the Bible about when angels show up, they always say, fear not. Fear not. Because sometimes they come in a form that uh, 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 will scare you. Amen? Sometimes they come in a form that will scare you. I mean, they, they, don't, they don't come looking like a human being sometimes. Sometimes they will come looking like something strange. But it would be the angel of the Lord. And sometimes they come looking like uh, just regular human beings. Fear. And the angel said, don't be afraid, Zachariah. Your prayer has been heard. So don't let fear come in, and, and the enemy brings fear when you're praying about something and you're interceding about something, and, and you're afraid that God's not having heard you. He has. When you open up your mouth as a believer, God hears your prayers because you're part of his body. So he, it's just like your little toe. You stub it, it's going to tell you, I'm hurting. <laughs> I guarantee you, it will speak. So you're part of his body. So when you hurt, he hurts. He can feel it. Fear will choke you. Literally choke you. You can feel something in your throat like you can't even breathe. It just just choke you. you. Ever had them thing like something was choking you and you're laying in the bed and feel like something was just got this hand around your throat and you couldn't move and something. You just had to plead the blood of Jesus in your mind. Your mouth wouldn't open. You try to open. You try to scream. You try to say something. I said the blood of Jesus. You got to let me go. David said, "Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear." No evil. The devil is more afraid of you than you are of him. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff comfort me. 
Though a host, Psalms 27.3 says, Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. I have my confidence in the Lord. I don't have to fear about anything because the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into and they are safe. So fear will try to choke you, but know that I don't care. He said a thousand will fall at your right side. So I ain't got to worry about a host coming against me. Uh, seemed like sometimes 10,000 come. He said, but 10,000 will fall. You get somebody touching the degree. He said a thousand fall on your right side, 10,000 on the left side. So all the devils, in other words, I don't care how many devils the devil sent to you, you have authority over it. Amen. Or sickness. Uh, when sickness comes, it, it brings fear. The love of God melts fear. There is no answer for love. 1 John 4, 18. There is no fear in love. Let's sink in. There is no fear in love. And the scripture says, the love of God was shed abroad in our hearts when we received him. So we just have to tap into the fear of the love of God against fear. In fact, ask God to release the love of God in you. Dread does not exist, but full-grown, complete, perfect love turns fear out of doors and expels every trace of terror. And so he who is afraid has not reached the full maturity of love. Oh, that's a good one right there. That's right there. Why is everybody panicked? Because they ain't got no love in it. It's everybody for themselves. Oh, me. Oh, what's going on? Oh, what's me? But Christians walk around here. What y'all screaming and hollering about? What's going on? Somebody died? Yeah, they died. Well, plead the blood. What's that? Never mind. <laughs> is not, he said, the full maturity of love is not yet grown into love's complete perfection. So love blocks fear. There's no, in fact, the scripture says there's no answer for love. Fear can't answer. Fear, fear ain't got nothing to say because it's so powerful. The blood is another weapon that we have that deals against fear. First John 1, 7 says, but if we really are living and walking in the light as he himself is in the light, we have true unbroken fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses, removes us from all sin, guilt, and keeps us cleansed from sin in all its forms and manifestations. Amen? Amen. So sickness, some sickness comes because of sin. Nations sin against God. Families sin against God. Groups sin against God. God sins the curse, but I'm walking in Christ and his love, he cleanses me from every form of manifestation of what judgment will come because I'm cleansed by the blood of Jesus. I'm washed in the blood. That, that blood... It's so powerful. You tell the devil the blood. Tell coronavirus the blood. That's it. The blood covers me. Plus, it's part of, part of your covenant. Job 5, 20, 20, He said, at destruction and famine, you shall laugh. Neither shall you be afraid of the living creatures of the earth. Remember I told you, uh, uh, was about six months ago, a year ago? About six months ago, I told you, I said, now when you see these things happen, don't go run to the store like all these idiots going to run out there and try to get all the food and they'll kill you out there. God can supply all your needs according to his riches in Christ Jesus. Amen. You running, they running out there, uh, two ladies, I was watching them from down in Memphis, Tennessee. One lady had taken three big bundles of toilet paper and the other black lady wanted it from the white lady. And so she grew up and grabbed one of the rolls and they started fighting in the store. I mean, they were tussling in the aisle <laughs> over some toilet paper. Don't you know my God can take that one roll of toilet paper you got in your bathroom and every time you go in there, there's toilet paper on that roll? Amen. He'll, he'll manifest, <laughs> he'll cause toilet paper to manifest in the natural. Amen. If, if that's what it takes to take care of his, his people. Amen? Amen. 
Job 5.26 says, you shall come to your grave in a right old age. Listen, this is a promise here. You shall come to your grave in a right old age. And as a shock of grain goes up to the threshing floor in its season. So that's a promise. Wait a minute. I'm 40 years old. Here comes the disease. This scripture says I'm going to have a right old age. So this too shall pass. I'm not going to die of it. It ain't gonna kill me. Might kill the other fella that don't don't know the God, but I, I know who my God is. When fear comes, it brings a dread. It's like yeah, I, oh, I just dread. Some of you don't dread getting up and go to work in the morning, you know. They, <laughs> <laughs> or they fear they're gonna lay everybody off. Or fear you're gonna be one to lay off. If they're gonna lay off anybody, it ain't gonna be me. Be everybody else. Fear. Job uh, Genesis 32, 6 says. Then Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed, and he divided the people who were with him, the flocks, herds, camels, into two groups. So he knew he had stolen the birthright from his brother. And he got, his children got him into trouble. They killed the men of Shechem, they had him circumcised, and then the sons went in there and killed them all. So he said, all y'all take your nose jewels off, earrings off, put them under a tree. We're going back to Bethel. We're going back to where my brother is. And, he said, and, and, and the night before he was supposed to get back, that fear came on him. Oh, you ain't seen your brother in 20 years, and he's still mad at you. You know you stole. You know you were sneaky when you put that fur on your arm and went into your daddy and you stole the birthright. And he's mad as a wet hen, and he's going to cut your head off. And the devil just yaka, 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 yaka. He said, yeah, let me send them to two groups. And then God showed him, said, you need to wrestle with, let's wrestle. You need to wrestle with me. And he, he, he had to wrestle when God touched the hollow of his thigh and, 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 and touched the hollow where he had a limp. See, God knew what to do. He said, don't worry about it, I'm going to take care of you. God broke his leg. So he come dragging his leg. His brother looked at him, I can't fight you, man. You can't even fight. You, you got a broke leg. <laughs> See, God is wise. He's going to drag his leg. <laughs> the brother said, man, I can't fight you. You got a broke leg. You ain't, you ain't need no competition. <laughs> God knows how to deal with situations. Amen. Fear causes you to make fleshly decisions. 1 Samuel 13, verse 7 through 9. It says, some of the Hebrews had gone over the Jordan to the land of Gad and Gilead. As for Saul, he was in Gilgal. And all the people followed him trembling because the Philistines had come, many nights were coming against them. They, everybody had ran, uh, ran from the enemy and, and they were getting ready to get attacked and, and, and they were trembling. Samuel had told him, said, now go wait for me. I'll be there in seven days. Don't do anything until I get there. And so the fear got on him. And Saul waited seven days, according to the set time Samuel had appointed. But Samuel had not come to Gilgal, and the people were scattering from Saul. So Saul, out of fear, said, bring me the burnt offering and the peace offering. And he offered the burnt offering, which he was forbidden to do. He was the king. He did not have the priestly anointing to do the job of Samuel. He stepped out of his authority and stepped into something that he wasn't supposed and he became he was cursed by God because he didn't wait. Samuel showed up. He just showed up. Uh, Saul thought he was going to show up at 1145 and he showed up at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> he said, what have you done? What have you done? Your heart wasn't right in the first place. Because before, when God told him to go kill everything, he was fearful because the, the tribe of Benjamin was, was the most rejected tribe out of all Israel. And he came from the tribe of Benjamin. So he was hiding in the stuff when they were looking for the king. And, he, and they made him king. And so that fear that was in his heart stayed there. And then when they, when they brought all the sheep back, God said, kill everything. And he said, well, the, well, the people, they wanted the stuff. So I... Hey, you was the one in charge. He said, this day, the kingdom is ripped out of your hands. And then he said, an evil spirit came in, entered him. 
So down the road, when it came time for him to wait on Samuel, that spirit in him said, I got, you got to do something. See, fear makes you do something when you don't, when you, when you don't wait on God. But they didn't call me. The man didn't call me. They're going to foreclose today at 3 o'clock. Uh, they're going to put me out at 2 o'clock. Uh, I, I better do something. I got to do something. No, you better wait on God. If God told you to wait, you wait. Amen. You wait. Fear will make you do something that you shouldn't have done out of fear. Let everything be done out of peace. And, and you've prayed about it. And you got a peace about it. Then you do something. But if you, you don't have no peace about it, don't do it. Don't let fear push you. Amen. Amen. You lose your car, God will give you another one. You lose your house, God will give you another one. You lose something, God will give it back to you. We're waiting. Here's another promise. Psalms 27 verse 3 and 4 says, Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing I've desired O Lord, of the Lord, that I will seek after, that I will dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord, to inquire in his temple. So what is the key when fear comes? Head to the house of God. Come into fellowship so, so you can get someone else to encourage you, to give encouragement. Somebody else has a, you get up and hear somebody else's testimony and say, oh, I ain't going through as much as I thought I was going through. Boy, I just went through some stuff, that. Let me shut my mouth, amen. <laughs> I'm not that bad. That's what you got to do. No fear. No fear. Psalms 3 and 6 says, I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people who have set themselves around about me. I will not be afraid. Sometimes I post stuff on Facebook. My wife says, oh, you should do this. Oh, you mess with this. Oh, shut up. I can't afraid of scared of these folks. God called me to do this stuff. All right, that's him. If I die, I die. Amen. But I ain't going to die. They ain't going to do nothing to me. I ain't scared of none of them devils. Arise, O oh Lord. Save me, O oh my God. For you have struck all my enemies on the cheek. You have broken the teeth of the young. See, God will fight for me. I, I lose my angels. I know how to say angel. Break his arm. Go on and punch him in the mouth. Break his teeth. Knock his teeth out. Amen. <laughs> Pull his tongue out. Aren't you supposed to be administering angels on my, over me? You watching over me? Go. And the devil said, no, 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 do that. Yeah, I said, knock his teeth out if he don't come out. Devil run. Salvation belongs to the Lord. May your blessing be upon your people. Selah, which means Pause and calmly think of that. How you like that, Mr. Devil? Amen. He's going to break your teeth. He's going <laughs> to slap you upside the head. I'm going to ain't no pimp slap that devil. <laughs> trust in the Lord. You have to trust in when fear comes. Psalms 25, 14. The secret of the sweet, satisfying companionship of the Lord have they who fear, which means to revere and worship him, and he will show them his covenant and reveal to them its deep inner meaning. So I'm in covenant with God, and he is a strong tower, and he will cover me under his wings and hide me in the provision of the Lord against my enemies. My eyes are ever for, toward the Lord, for he will pluck my feet out of a net. I don't care what kind of trap that enemy is bringing, the fear is bringing. Lord, turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. The troubles of my heart are multiplied. Bring me out of my distresses. I did the teaching several weeks ago on being delivered from afflictions. Amen? I had to get delivered from, I was being afflicted, sleeping on a old raggedy mattress that was hurting my back. I said, this is not God. Let me go get me a mattress where my back don't hurt no more. Amen? I'm sleeping good now. Why be afflicted? Why sit there and die in affliction and pain? I'm getting up early in the morning, 5.30 in the morning, going to the gym, working all the kinks out. I said, wait a minute, this ain't working. <laughs> I need to do something better for myself. Amen? I trust in the Lord. Fear, understand as a believer, and uh, that fear is a part of the end time. It's already been problem. Luke 21, 26 says, men's hearts failing them for fear 
and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. Everything is being shaken in heavens right now. Everything, earthquakes, floods, tornadoes, volcanoes, locusts, famine, dryness, drought, fires, Everything you can think of is being shaken. Economies are being shaken all over the earth right now. Amen? There's, there's some things about they, Matthew said they'll be eating and drinking, giving in marriage, and, and diso, uh, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. They unthank, ain't some unthankful. They got a got, got guy running for president. They say, I want to give everybody free college education. Just unthankful. You just owe me something. Give me something. You know, when I was coming, they said, pull yourself up by the bootstraps. We done pulled up so much, we ain't got no more straps left. <laughs> lovers of pleasure. Having a form of godliness. Lovers of, you go around Walmart during Christmas time when they had that, that, that sale on TVs. You'll get trampled in the dark. When they say, peace, peace. Sudden destruction coming. There's such an anger and such a, a, a venom being released in the spirit realm against uh, America and against President Trump. Do you know there's no wars going on right now? Have you noticed that? They are mad at him because he is bringing all the troops home and he stopped all the wars. See, the wicked gained their money by having wars, making bullets, making munitions, uh, death, all kind of stuff. That's how they make their money. Because you got now we got to appropriate billions of dollars for the war, and the billions of dollars never get to the war front; they get to the politicians' pockets. And so now they're mad because they can't; they're running out of money because Trump has cut them all off. So they're trying to fight it. Well, let's start a war in Syria. Well, let's get a proxy war over in Pakistan. Well, let's get a proxy war over here. Let's let's destroy Jordan. Let's let's just start something. Let's let's invent ISIS or Al Qaeda so we can have a war so we can steal some more American money. This is why we broke. They just stole all the money. All they're doing is printing money. Don't let me get let me get off the politician. Return of Jews to Palestine. People don't realize it. They just sleep. America, the folks are asleep. All the coronavirus. Come on, y'all. Let's get eight million dollars. Eight million dollars. We need eight million dollars right now because everything's gonna go. Everything's gonna shut down. We need eight million dollars because we're gonna shut down the schools. We're gonna shut down this. We're gonna shut down that. And they need some money. Y'all need to give us appropriate some money for our state because we go. We look. We surrounded the whole city in New York so they can't come out and get out. We need. We need federal funds. Give us money, 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 money. But it's ain't no one on one person sick. And then they're gonna put all these little pork barrel things on top of what they want to get eight billion. There. Oh, we need to talk about this a little bit, and uh, we need to put money over here, put money over here, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna bring food to the people in the neighborhood. Yeah, like they did down in uh, 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 Tennessee somewhere down there. Instead of bringing the food and and, and treating the people right, they brought a whole load of sweet potatoes and dumped them on the ground in the, in the projects. Oh wow! They said, "Here, here's some food." Bugs all in, potatoes getting rotten, not treating the people like they have any kind of, uh, uh, like they're people. And one of the, one of our Christian apostles, she got mad and she went to the mayor and, went there and, got, and they went and cleaned that stuff up. See, y'all don't treat black folks like that. Why y'all treat the minorities like that? Just dump it in the ground. Take them to the food pantry, put them in bags and, and distribute them and wash them and, and, and make it clean. But these people are so wicked. Men's heart fell in them for the fear of things to come. So... Uh, as I said, we don't worry about the stock market and jumping out of windows because it's, they lost everything. Poor people, Christians, we don't jump out of windows. You might jump out of the basement with the green but jump out of the high. We're not jumping out of no high rise because we lost some, lost some money. Amen. We don't worry about the people asking us for the money. Because <laughs> they got an attitude. <laughs> if they send us a credit card, it's oh, <laughs> I hit it big. <laughs> Amen. I ain't going to pay it back anyway. That's what the attitude they got. <laughs> I am protected. Psalms 91, and a lot of people are quoting that this week. 
Psalm 91, 5, thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that fly by day, nor for the coronal pestilence that walk in the darkness, nor for destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with your eyes shall you behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is thy refuge, the most high, thy habitation, there shall no evil before you, neither shall any plague come near your dwelling. It's, it, it's interesting when God gets into politics and gets into governments and stuff. Amen? Now, now, now for the last, what, 15, 20 years, Iran said, we're going to blow up everything. We're going to kill the Israelites. We're going to bomb them and blow them up. Guess what's happening in Iran right now? All the politicians have got coronavirus and died. The right-hand man of Khomeini, he's dead, amen? All of them in Iraq are dying, all the wicked. God is going in and hitting them specific. I don't know why specifically they're getting sick, but the whole Iran is getting sick. And the oil has gone down, so now they're, they're under sanction, so they're just dying. They're going to submit to the will of God because the Bible says every niche nation shall bow the knee. He is the God of nations. And he gets in, he decided, I'll get involved and show y'all how to really. Remember, I, I've always said, God deals, when he wants to judge a nation, he'll deal with pestilence, he'll bring war, or he'll bring famine, or he'll use the elements. Look it up. Read, read the stories in the Bible how God, Cesar and Deborah, threw hailstones down from heaven, killed them all, mud everywhere. Philistines. Gave him hemorrhoids. No preparation age, no pads, no nothing. Everybody walked around in trouble. Amen. He just broke out of him. Drove himself back to Israel in the cart by himself. He said, I don't need nobody to drive me. I'll bring myself back. I don't need your help. So don't be feared. You're protected. God does not give fear. Psalms 112, verse 7 to 10 says, He shall not be afraid of evil tithing. You bring me no bad news. His heart shall be fixed, trusting in the Lord. His heart shall be established. He shall not be afraid until he see his desire on his enemies. He hath dispersed. Oh, he hath given to the poor. Oh, his righteousness endure forever. His horn shall be exalted with honor. The, the wicked shall see it, be grieved. He shall gnash his teeth, melt away. The desire of the wicked shall perish. So you put yourself in there. I'm not going to be afraid because I give. I'm a giver. You, you give to the poor. You, you, you say, he said he gives to the poor. His righteousness is forever. I ain't worried about no flu, no, no coronavirus. They're talking about take a flu shot. I don't need no flu shot. Amen. I grew up on lard. Amen. We had lard and Crisco. We, we had all that stuff in our veins. We, we, we grew up on stuff when we, when our, when we uh, had mother's milk. Amen. Instead of this infamil and all this stuff that they're giving these babies. They ain't got no, nothing in there to protect them from any kind of disease. We grew up on a different thing, amen? amen. And I tell you, if y'all want to, y'all want to stay safe from coronavirus, eat some catfish, amen. It'll help you. No, 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 eat that dirty bird. I love me some catfish. So if you eat some catfish, you're gonna be all right. I'm still here, amen. amen. <laughs> Deliverance is is a promise of God. Isaiah 35, four verse says. Say unto them that of a fearful heart. I'm saying unto you, be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. Even God with recompense. He's going to pay back. He will come and save you. I don't care if you're in Pakistan. Right now it's dry. I don't care if you're in South Africa. Wherever you are, God will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then the lame man shall leap as a heart, and the tongue of the dumb shall sing. For the wilderness shall waters break out, and streams in the desert. This prophetic word has been fulfilled. Deliverance has come to the body of Christ. Israel has become a nation. The blind are seen. I've seen blind eyes open, deaf ears unstopped. God is doing it, so don't fear. It's not of God. Paranoid, when fear comes, the next step is paranoia. There was a lady, uh, uh, or panic attacks, or paranoia. Uh, uh, a lady, uh, years ago when we started, when I started in, about 30, 35 years ago, uh, we were in the basement, and when I had started the deliverance ministry, and this lady would come, and, and uh, it took about four hours to come from Carroll Street. Because she had a panic of fear that when she hit a bump in the road, she thought she would hit something and go back home that the fear would be on her. And so she would have that fear and she needed to get delivered from paranoia and fear. 
you know, evidently she was in a car accident or something. So uh, that trauma, being in a car, you hit a bump, whoa, you know, the, the enemy comes in with fear. Psalms 55, 4 says, my heart is so pain within me. Terrors of death are falling upon me. There's some people that always, they just die, everything. They got every disease in the book. Amen? I had a lady come in and I said, what you, what's my name? I got diabetes, got blood pressure, got sugar. <laughs> Jesus, you need an overhaul. Amen? We just need to get you completely. Put you on a rack and just take everything out. Just redo everything. I said, you're living under a curse. You got all that stuff going on. It's a spirit of infirmity. Fearfulness and trembling have come upon me, and horror has overwhelmed me. And I'm, I'm not making light of it because there's a lot of people walking around with fears. People are afraid of spiders. Some people are afraid of roaches. Some people are afraid of elevators. Some people are afraid of being in closed places, of being high places. Some people are getting on a ladder. So there's all agoraphobias, all kind of phobias. I didn't, I'm not going to go into it because it's a long teaching just on that part of fear, too. But uh, and I said, and I said, oh, that I had wings like a dove, for then I would fly away. So when you get in fear, you want to just fly out of that situation. You want to fly away and be at rest. Lo, then I would wander far off and remain in the wilderness. I would hasten my escape from the windy storm and the tempest. So uh, <clears throat> fear comes in your dreams, and, and, and you feel like you want to try to fly away from that fear. No, you need to... Turn and face the fear. Turn and face the fear in your dreams. You always dream of a dog attack you. Turn and face that dog. Say in the name of Jesus, be gone. Or something attacks you in your dream, you have to turn and face it and rebuke it. It'll go. But if you fearful and want to run. See, most of your spiritual battles are in your sleep. It's in your sleep. It's not in the natural. It's in, the devil comes in the dream world where you came from where you don't know how to operate, but God's teaching us how to operate back into that realm again. That's where most of my battles are in the dream realm. <clears throat> so if you don't get Sunday's tape, make sure you get Sunday's teaching because uh, the, the powerful prophetic uh, visitation of the Lord that the harvest is here and that uh, we're getting ready to expand and explode and all over. And so he's giving us insight. <clears throat> so God has you in our hand, in his hand. This is the scripture God gave me when he called me into the deliverance ministry. Isaiah 41.10. He said, I want you to memorize this scripture. I want you to walk. I will walk through the house. My wife was at work at night. She worked night shift. And I walked through the house speaking this scripture over and over and over and over until I got it down and, 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 uh, into my spirit. Because he was calling me. And he knew that I'm going to be dealing with demons. He said, don't be afraid. He said, fear that not. For I'm with thee. Be not dismayed. For I am thy God, I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. I will hold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. So, he had me do this. He behold, all that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing, they shall strive with thee, shall perish. You shall seek them. And shall not find them, even them that contended with thee, they that war against thee shall be as nothing, a thing or not. And God had to learn that because, you know, when you have people on your job, they will do some stupid stuff and try to get you in trouble. And, and, and I was, I'm a, I'll get them tomorrow. I'm going to go in there and make sure that I get them, confront them. And then uh, I had one guy I was in the production control and I was over the over the where over the uh, ordering parts for the for BRK Electronics for smoke detector. I mean, it was thirty million dollar inventory, you know. Uh, and uh, the the guy and and purchasing, I had told him I I, I uh, needed him to order some parts that would come from China. They had to had to make a die and they had to ship it in, and I had to make sure that it got there within four weeks time because I had laid out the production plan how six six weeks in ahead that I need those parts in six weeks. And uh, when it came time, uh, and I sent him the requisition, and it came time for <coughs> production, the part wasn't there. Shut the whole plant down, the whole production line down. Boss come running to me, what happened? What did you do? And I had to go on my desk, you know what we call CYA? That, that's what I did. I, I had all my paperwork, and I put it, had it in my desk, and I pulled off the phone. I said, here's the requisition order. The guy in purchasing didn't purchase the parts. He didn't do his part. So when I came back to work the next day, the guy purchased it was gone. Because <laughs> he tried to lie on me and told me, said, I did it. <laughs> Those that continue, you, you shall search for them, but they'll not be there any longer. 
God said, I'll strengthen you. So God has your hand, and he will strengthen you uh, if he called you to the certain. So fear, he said, fear not, because you're going to deal with these devils and demons and principalities and spirits. Spirit, don't fear, I'm with you. And the devil said, I'm going to kill you. No, you ain't. Devil, I've had many devils say they're going to kill me. He said, I'll kill you, but Michael's standing behind you. Well, you better go and get out of here then, because you can't beat Michael. And Michael's backing me up, so Bye. <laughs> Fear, let fear know it has the wrong address. Not here. I ain't accepting delivery. Amen. This is the wrong address. Romans 8, 15 said the spirit which you have now received is not the spirit of slavery to put you once more into bondage of fear. Bondage to fear. We were in bondage to fear. They were in bondage to fear. If you were before Jesus came, you had to go to the priest or you had to go and uh, after the, after Jesus died you had to go to the priest and uh, give him X amount of dollars and they'll buy you from going into purgatory or something you know you had to pay for favors or whatever mm -hmm. but you have received the spirit of adoption the spirit of producing sonship in the bliss where we call Abba Father mm -hmm. the spirit thus testifies together with our own spirit assuring us we are children of God why do when I go over to India India got a million gods and the reason why they worship everything is because they're they're afraid uh, that, that they ain't gonna make it in. So they just worship whatever. Oh, worship this one. They got a hair god. They got a god of the road. They got a monkey god. You, 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 they got gods for everything. The road god is is uh, uh, I got pictures of it. They 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 form a big mound of dirt and they paint it and the man's face on it and the man's body and they make it form it in the body. And the priest sits there on the side of the road and he takes offerings that when people drive by they stop in and. Give offers to the road guy because the road guy protects you from having an accident on the road. Oh, and they, you go to Indian Drive, boy, it, it'll scare you. I guarantee you. I don't understand how they do it, but they, they, they drive. Africa, too. Uh, we have stoplights and people don't obey the stoplights. They ain't even got no stoplight. They just got corners. I just, I just had to close my eyes. I just tell me when we get there. I'm just going to sit here and go to, with my eyes closed. I didn't open up my eyes. I can't see this. I, it's just too much for me. Oh, we'd be fine, brother. We'd be fine. Yeah, okay. And just tell me when we get there because I ain't looking. <laughs> the spirit of itself testifies together with our own spirit, assuring us so we know that we know. Devil, this is the wrong address. This is not my package. This is for them heathen next door because this don't belong to me. Amen. The Bible says the axe is laid to the root. So in this end times and fear is part of it that Jude 23 says, and others save with fear, pulling him out of the fire, hating even the garment of spotted by the flesh. There are going to be people that we're snatched, literally snatching them out of hell before they get, get into hell. That's how the times are getting. People are being antsy. I guarantee you, just giving it a few more months here, uh, people will be real open to the gospel. Mm -hmm. They'll be real open. Because fear uh, brings torment. <clears throat> and I did, I've got a teaching out there on the table of uh, 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 overcoming fear, the, the, the pain of uh, pain, overcoming the, the fear of pain. Because uh, a lot of people suffer cancer and sickness and death. And fear, when you get that C word, fear hits you, grips your heart. Or you get the, you got diabetes. Oh, no, I don't. I know what you doctors do. You just want me in your office coming back and forth to get my money. I ain't falling for this trick. Amen. I'm going to eat right. Give me some broccoli. And give me some beets. And I'm going to drink some water. And I'm going to go to the gym. I am not going to take no insulin. You got this and you got that. The devil, it ain't running in me. Amen. Not in my lifetime. Build your faith for your healing uh, from sickness and disease. John 5, 5 says a certain man was there. Did I run out of time, Kurt? And had an infirmity 38 years. When Jesus saw him lie, he knew he had been with a long time in this case. Jesus said, will you be made whole? The hypocrite man answered and said, sir, I don't have any man to put us in the water to trouble. Put me into the pool, but when I'm coming, another step down before me. Jesus said, arise, take up your bed and rock. Walk, so you got to. Yeah, we're at 48 minutes. All right, I need to stop there. Last scripture. Over fear of infirmity, fear of coronavirus. Oh, there's another one coming down the pike, so I'm telling y'all now, so y'all know. There's another one. By the end of this year, they will have another disease for you to deal with. Yeah. 
It's going to be five. It's five of them. I mean, it's two of them. Three of them are already out. Two more are coming. Luke 10, 19. Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents, scorpions, over all the power of the enemy. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding in this rejoice now that your spirits are subject unto you. That the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Amen? So I'm going to stop there because I, I can go on and on. I got a whole lot. I will leave that. We'll leave it right there. Let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this word this evening. We thank you that God, you didn't give us a spirit of fear. And I command every spirit of fear, we bind you with chains and fetters dipped in the blood of Jesus. We bind fear out of the hearts of pastors that say that they'll never be successful. We bind the fear out of churches that, that can't grow, say they're not going to grow. We bind the fear of not having enough money. We bind the fear of not having food in a time of lack and need. We bind the fear of, of economic downturn. We bind the fear of losing your jobs. We take a thought of every fear. Fear of being sick. Fear I'm not going to get well. Fear, fear that my children are not going to serve the Lord. Fear, I command fear to be bound in the name of Jesus all over the earth. You have no power in the earth. Fear be gone in the name of Jesus. We lose the love of God to cast out fear. We lose God's love, agape love. Love conquers fear. Love is stronger than death. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, tonight for this teaching. We thank you that your people are being set free from all kind of fears, all kind of fear of the husband. You said the fear of man is a snare. So we take authority over fear of men, fear of your boss, fear of your supervisor, fear of people in the store, fear of the policeman. Fear have torment, and God did not give you the spirit of fear. Fear you're not going to be married. Fear you're not going to stay married. Fear you're not going to have any children. All these fears are from the devil and from the pit of hell. And we send the spirit of fear. We bind the strong man, Apollyon, the king of, of fear and torment. We bind you in the earth realm in the name of Jesus. And Father, we say we ask you to send angels over America to, to bring calm and bring peace over the people of America. In the cities of America, I decree peace and, and the shalom, nothing broken, nothing missing, everything whole, and we release the anointing of God. We release the deliverance of God in the name of Jesus. Be delivered and be set free from fear and torment and terror in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, let's get ready to receive our offering and uh, it, make it out to me, not to the church, or just let her pick it up. Uh, if you need prayer, we'll pray for you over fear. Hallelujah. Any questions? That's all right. If you have any questions, we'll be glad to answer your questions. <laughs>